Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is Power Play, and we're joined, as always, by Chris Yumiski. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing great, Brian. How are you? I'm doing well, and Chris, as we know, I'm not the most in-the-know guy for hockey, but I assume when someone gets named a captain, it means things are going pretty well for them. I've never seen someone get their captain uh, C taken away, uh, but we have we have an instance like that. Can you, can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so a bit of drama going on in the NHL right now is with uh, Jack Eichel, who plays for the Buffalo Sabres mm -hmm. at the moment. One thing I got to say, I don't know if you've heard this from our mutual friends who are from the Buffalo area, but the Sabres are a dumpster fire. They are just, last so few heard. years, they've been the absolute bottom of the league. Mm-hmm. Um, and it really feels like this offseason, they're just tearing it all down and started from scratch. They fired the coach, mm -hmm. um, and they just hired a new guy. I haven't seen what his name is. Um, but they had a couple. They had a couple of big, of big stars going into last season in right. Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel, who's the was the captain. Mm -hmm. um, then obviously, you know, Taylor Hall goes to the Bruins. And the atmosphere in Buffalo's getting was bad. Mm. Now Jack Eichel has a reputation that he doesn't tolerate. He doesn't tolerate losing. Right. He's got that. He's actually from the Boston area, believe it or not. Mm. And so he, I guess, he sort of has like our attitude: like losing and mediocrity is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. But it all comes to a head, though, when he gets hurt back in March. Mm. He, took a, he took a header to the board and got a herniated disc in his neck. All right. So not good. No. No, 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 no. And so he goes to his doctor. Well, like, mm. he sees like, the team's doctor first, and the team's doctor gives their opinion, but then he goes to his personal doctor, mm. personal physician. He's like, everything else physician, about this organization sucks. I don't trust the doctor. I'm going to see someone else. Basically, yeah, that is, that is the gist of this whole situation. He goes to his doctor, and the doctor says, you need this surgery. If you right. ever want to be able to play again, you need this surgery. Right. And the team doctor didn't even, like, say he needed a surgery. Oh, Jesus. Well, that's well, not good. Yeah, that and... You remember when we were... We were talking about uh, Vladimir Tarasenko mm -hmm. uh, not long ago and the reasons that he wants to leave the Blues, which that still hasn't happened yet. Um, mm -hmm. So something very similar is going on with Buffalo and Jack Eichel. Mm -hmm. So he's already on this terrible team. They're losing all the time. But now the Sabres organization isn't supportive of him getting the surgery right. that he needs. At least that's my understanding of it. Mm. Like they're throwing, up a lot of, they're throwing up a lot of roadblocks. Yeah, because their doctor's like, he doesn't need the surgery. He needs to come back and play. We're paying you whatever amount of money. You know how teams are. Yeah. And so like he hasn't... A Officially requested a trade from them, mm -hmm. but 
the Sabres have made have made it clear that they want to they wanted to move him. So they've been they've been shopping him around the league. He actually he actually practiced with the Bruins not not long ago because he still lives in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, so he actually practiced with the Bruins not long ago. I don't know how much to really read into that mm-hmm. um, because again, like he is from the Boston area. Yeah. Um, so for all for all we know, he was just shooting the shit with some of his friends who are yeah. Bruins players. Hey, for the purposes of our show, uh, pretty much confirmed he's coming to the Bruins. He's practicing. <laughs> <laughs> well, so then, the, so then every year you have to take, if you're a player, you have to take a physical. That's not, that's not unusual for a sport. I think, right. I'm, I don't even know. The only one I'm not sure, frankly, is golf. Um, <laughs> Yeah, that's like self-employed. So it's like I can't, you can do what you want with yourself. Um, but Eichel goes and he fails his physical because mm-hmm. of the neck. And so that that gave the Sabers organization a window, and this you like you failed your you failed your physical, so we're taking the captaincy from you. Right. So that, that can't help relationships between the, the, the two parties here. Yeah, no, and it would be a real shame for, for the Sabres if he did leave because, honestly, Jack Eichel is probably the last good player they have. Mm-hmm. Um, the last bright spot on their lineup after this, just their god-awful trades on the Bruins last year. Um But yeah, though. But he wants out. The Sabers are stopping him around. I don't know if I'm crazy about the idea of him coming to the Bruins just because mm-hmm. he is damaged good. Right. Yeah. He still has the injury, of course. Yeah. Presumably, that would have to be addressed at some point. And it's a shame too because he's like in his prime right now. I think he's only. I want to say he's like. He's in his twenties. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how old he is, but he's still like, young and in his prime. So I'd hate to see his career be cut short right. because he couldn't get along with his team. And because he failed the physical, now his trade value is just plummeted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the in that sense, like, the Sabres are kind of in a weird spot, right? You have this player who's potentially very good and would be someone who other teams would want to trade for. But the thing that's making you want to trade him in the first place is his injury, which makes him less appealing for other teams to trade for. So, I don't know. What do you think's going to happen here? I mean, I think I doubt they cut him because they don't want to. A player like Jack Eichel, you don't want to give away for free. Of course. Because, like, like you just said, when he's on, he's one of the best players in the league. And, mm. Um. So I think, I think they ship him out somewhere for for cheap, yeah. Maybe for like a couple of draft picks. I don't know. You really, you don't. It's best just like with the Tarasenko situation. I think it's best for everybody if the Sabers move on from Eichel. He's obviously not happy there anymore. He mm-hmm. wants to. He wants to win. You're not going to win playing in Buffalo, right? Um, and he needs to be on a team that's going to let him get healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, weird situation. I, like, 
when he had sent me the article, I was like, how common is this that someone gets their C taken away? You know, but hey, I guess it happens, and this is one of those weird situations. But, uh, all right, so from him, we move on to a former Bruin. I guess from a potential future Bruin, but though probably not, to a former Bruin. Um, we have a player on the move, and uh, I want to get your opinion. Chara, signed with the Islanders. Listen, I get it. I get why he signed with the Islanders. It's where he started. What kills me is that it was a, it's a one-year deal. Yeah. And as a, as a Bruins fan, and Zidane Chara being so important to the Bruins, mm-hmm. and him just being a presence on this team, and frankly, in, in the city of Boston, too, you could see him... You could see him walking walking around the north end right. sometimes. He always used to go to like Mike. Um, and it would be an absolute travesty for him to retire, not only not as a Bruin, but in with a New York team. Right. And it's not even that the Islanders are like that big of a rivalry for us. They're not they don't even play in the same division as us. Mm-hmm. But like I think it's just it's sacrilegious. To be such an important part of a Boston team, and then you retire with a with a team from New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe one day we'll get like a one day contract um, or something. I don't know. I would have been happier if he had retired. I would, as a member of the Capitals, <laughs> I would. I still wouldn't have liked it, but I wouldn't mm-hmm. have cared as much as him retiring an Islander. Yeah. I get that they drafted him and started his career, but what did he really bring to that organization mm-hmm. that makes them worthy of him retiring with them? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it's unfortunate from that, but uh, yeah, that's sad. I mean, the the rivalry runs deep. It, like you said, it may not be sports specific, like like the Islanders Bruins, but it's just city. And city, the Boston and New York, so that's that's deeply ingrained in in the culture here in Boston. For anyone who's catching this, listening to the Buffalo part of it, and being like, "Why the fuck are they so mad about this?" Uh, it's because it's because of the 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 almost sibling city rivalry. But yeah, all right. So moving on from that, anything else you want to touch on before we get on out of here? I know the preseason just started. How are the Bruins looking so far? Well, the Bruins have played one preseason game so far. They played against the Capitals. They won. Nice. Another bit of exciting news, too. Um, the Kraken played their first preseason game. Very nice. And they they won in front of a full house in the arena that they're using until their real one mm-hmm. opens up. Um, so I, I watched a few highlights of it, and it was a, it was a Looks like it was a great game. They came back from a two nothing deficit to win five to three. Oh, nice! Um, so, bit of an electric start there for the for the upstart franchise. Yes, and their goal horn is awesome. I have to check that out. Um, I know their jerseys looked good. I saw you shared that on Twitter. That all looked good. I mean, they have a great logo, so no surprise there. I feel like that's the thing that the NHL really does well. You can get people, even people that aren't into hockey, will look at their jerseys and go, ooh, I want yeah, that. That's not, yeah, exactly. 
I thought, I mean, from the beginning, when we first, like, talked about them, I was like, I really like the design for this. This is good stuff. So, yeah, credit to them. All right, anything else you want to talk about before we get on out of here? Um, nope, that's it. Just, you no know, preseason's going on. Can't wait for the real thing to start. Yes. Soon. When, when, when's the puck drop for real here? Um, sometime in, sometime in October. I think we're just under a month away. I don't have the exact date right now. All right, so about a month. We'll get real hockey. It feels like it just ended, but it, this is almost a year-round sport we got going on here. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're like, no, it, it was a gone there for is way that, too long. There is that long <laughs> stretch of July, August, September. Where it's just not there. <laughs> well, hey, it's good for us because uh, you'll be hearing more from us. So if you liked us, maybe subscribe. Uh, this is Power Play. The channel is Wicked Good Sports. You can find it on Twitter at Wicked Good Sport. On also on Twitter at Wicked Good Everything. Instagram Wicked Good Everything. Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Good Everything. TikTok search Wicked Good Everything. Chris, where can they find you? Uh, the best place to find me is on Twitter, Chris underscore Uminsky. Always tweeting about hockey, um, giving my super fire take. Absolutely, go check him out there. And you can follow me on Twitter at the fake. Bmar, this B M A R R. I'll uh, mostly be sad posting about the Dolphins lately, considering Tua's hurt, and then uh, a little bit about Survivor and like comedy stuff. So that, that's my Twitter presence right now. But uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time, Chris, and we'll see you all in the next one.